State Shifters Podcast, Episode 10, Guatemala. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast. Hello, State Shifters. Jordan here, back for another episode. Uh, it's going to be another solo one today. Uh, just me um, speaking to you live from a nice little park here in Mississauga, Toronto. Thought I'd take the, the podcast outdoors today since this is probably the nicest day we've had uh, here in Canada for, for a long while. Uh, and I'm absolutely loving the warm weather. So I wanted to have a little conversation with you today because I've just come back from a, a trip to Guatemala, which I had I was lucky enough to spend a week there last week and arrived arrived home on Friday. And I wanted to share some of my experiences and thoughts uh, around the trip and maybe what I learned. Maybe going in there I didn't have any expectations but coming out I certainly expanded my perspective of what Central America is. Uh, and basically the trip was we started off in Guatemala City so I was lucky enough that we had a friend who was from Guatemala so she was able to kind of show us around and and she spoke Spanish which helps a lot because not many people do speak English in Guatemala Uh, so Guatemala City uh, for those who don't know Guatemala is actually it's actually a majority of the population below the poverty line so it's basically one of the has the highest population of poverty uh, in the world Uh, I think it's in the top three actually there's a massive disparity between rich and poor uh, and for that reason there's actually quite a large crime rate and it's, there's a lot of um, you know violence and crime uh, it's not considered the safest country to visit but uh, I will well warned of that before we left but I think I try not to let that uh, kind of get in the way of me enjoying my time without too much fear uh, but from the minute we arrived, we were in Guatemala City, which is, you know, like any city, is always a pretty chaotic environment. But I picked up on a definite energy, a hostile energy um, in the city. Uh, and I guess, you know, from what I observe, when you see shopkeepers walking around with shotguns and the police carrying massive, you know, M16 and assault rifles, it's usually a cause for hostile environments. So it was a little. Uh, when you when you let when we left the host, the hotel, it was a little sketchy, but uh, I could definitely see the disparity. You know, we stayed in a nice hotel in an area where you could see there was a bit of money, but you take, you know, a few streets out and you go and you see, you know, lots of, uh, you know, people with quite dense energy fields, looking like, um, you know, they didn't look look too safe. Uh, but I mean, that's a part of the experience in any city you go to. So I try not to. You know, let that affect your decision making and traveling to Guatemala because after we left the city we we visited a place called Antigua uh, Antigua from the moment we arrived I, I sensed a definite shift uh, in the energy it was a lot more relaxed and welcoming of of tourists especially there's a lot more tourists in, in Antigua uh, Antigua has a lot more culture and it was very very uh, cool because it had a, a really good mix of local and um, touristy you know restaurants bars cafes 
and lots of hostels in there. We stayed at some some really really cool hostels that you know was a definite reminder to me of, of why I love traveling and why I love staying in hostels and exploring a new city. Uh, and there was one, a few things that I noticed um, while in Antigua. You know, I had the opportunity to you know walk around. I was traveling with a, a large group, probably about six or seven of us. And sometimes when you travel in big groups, it can be difficult because you don't often get to do the thing you want to do. You kind of you're at mercy of the group group uh, group decisions. So it's kind of going with the flow. And, and for me, sometimes I need to. I need time to disconnect and kind of centre myself uh, and that can be difficult when you're travelling in large groups and you're staying in hostels with shared rooms. Uh, so one thing that I realised while travelling is is finding time to reconnect with yourself. Uh, I find that immensely valuable. Uh, there was one morning in particular where I got up early and I took my favourite book which is, is Stillness Speaks by Eckhart Tolle uh, and I went for a little stroll found myself a nice park bench and surrounded by some beautiful nature, nice trees and birds flying around and I took that time to to read and and just reflect, contemplate, meditate. And that had such a profound shift on, on just my thinking. I noticed I was my mind just instantly it's like you turn the dimmer switch on on your mind, it slow, it slows right down, less thinking. You're able to absorb your surroundings. So that's such a good tip for me is when you're traveling, just make sure you, if you have to get up early, if you're traveling in a big group, get up early, go for a walk. Explore. It's also a great way to explore a new city and really yeah, take the time for yourself to center back in, reconnect, find the stillness. Um, so that was one thing I noticed quickly with, with Antigua. I was able to definitely reconnect with the stillness um, after coming from uh, the busy city where, where there was lots of things happening. Yeah, the mind gets, you know, is very active. Um, so to connect again with the stillness was, was great. And one, one, one awesome thing that I found while staying in hostels was just being able to meet people. I think when you travel, if you can, try and stay in hostels because just the environment. Uh, people are there to meet other people. People are all there for the same reason. They're all there to travel, experience the world, connect with like-minded people. And when you, when you stay at a hostel, you're guaranteed to, to meet amazing people. Um, whether that's in a shared, shared room or just out in the common areas. So the, one of the hostels in particular, uh, because Guatemala, especially the Antigua area, it's still, I would say it's an up and coming uh, tourist hotspot. Certainly isn't, um, you know, as busy as some places I've been to in Europe, but there's, there's hostels popping up and they're starting to gather momentum. And I, I'm calling it early, give, give Guatemala five to 10 years. I think everyone's gonna be traveling far and wide to visit this place, because it was, it was truly beautiful. Um, so we got to stay at this a new hostel in Guatemala. Uh, it was called the Adana Hostel from memory. And it was a beautiful hostel. I'll post some images in the, in the show notes. And the best part about it was because it was so new, we, the owners were actually welcomed us as we arrived. And because there wasn't too many people staying there at the time, it had only been open for three months, uh, we got welcomed by the owners. And, and one of them, her name was Janine, she actually came up and, and introduced herself and just made sure we you know, checked in and all, all things were going well. And I struck up a conversation with Janine and, and 
she got chatting with me and, and one of the things I find most interesting when traveling and when you know you you know bec you begin this path of this spiritual path where you you're starting to raise your energy and you're starting to connect with you know people of higher vibration you, you you certainly notice when you're attracting people of similar vibration into your life and and this and Janine was it was soon in the conversation where she she started met I asked her how she opened the hostel and how this journey began for her and she started mentioning things like sacred geometry and the flower of life and I instantly my ears perked up and I knew this was there was something there's something special about Janine and her partner who was her name, his name was Ricardo and they, they started the hostel together and it wasn't until I had this conversation with her it was that I realized how special these two were and they decided to open up a hostel purely dedicated to helping the community dedicated to spreading a positive message through the city of Guatemala uh, and, and the reason why that was so important is because Guatemala is actually it's, it's, it's heavily corrupt the government's corrupt um, the government was actually overthrown and, and the city there's no real there's no real authority in the city. Uh, people are very closed-minded, uh, and, and it's it's very religious. And she was saying to me that because she had decided to take this path of openness and, and welcoming of all and loving of all, no matter what religion or race or gender, um, they were actually copped a lot of stick from the the outside community, the ones who were heavily closed-minded, who were, who were against, I'm assuming it would be the gangsters, whoever is <laughs> trying to run the city, because they weren't bribing anyone, they were, they were opening and doing their, all their business the right way, they were copping a lot of stick from these authorities who were trying to take them to court and close their hostel down. And they'd invested their, pretty much their life savings into starting this place. And it was such an amazing... Uh, thing for me to realize is when someone in a city like Guatemala where the opportunities for people are very uh, very limited compared to what we get in in a western country such as Canada, Australia, United States um, for these two to recognize that what they stand for which is inclusion, union, you know, openness, love to stand up for that and what they believe in, to start something from that place, with refusing to budge to bribery, crime, um, negativity from outsiders, so staying, staying true to what they believed in and creating from that and impacting a city the way they are doing it. And they're, they're actually a, a strong light, a light is shining uh, through places like Guatemala because of people like this and it's starting to reign supreme over the dense dark energy that op often surrounds these corrupt cities with corrupt governments so I, I, I got to have a good conversation with Ricardo and Janine and you know, we, we got to share a joint we, they took me upstairs to the top of the balcony we shared a joint um, Amanda and I, Amanda's my girlfriend we got to, had a good conversation uh, with with them too, and I, I just felt so inspired by their courage to stay committed to what they believed in, regardless of 
um, the turmoil that was going on, the pressure from these corrupt authorities. And I, it, it left me feeling really, I wanted to help them. Um, but I think the only way we can help them is, the only way I can help them right now is telling people if you're going to travel to Guatemala, go and stay at their hostel. Guatemala is a safe place. Guatemala is starting to become uh, a country with such unique culture. And it's because of people like Ricardo and Janine who are shining this light. So just want to give a shout out to them. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure staying at the hostel. And believe me, that place is going to be very busy soon. So make sure you check it out if you ever go. So after Antigua, uh, we actually travelled back and got to stay at this beautiful, uh, it was, excuse the pronunciation, I think it was called Lake Atiwa. Um, and we had an Airbnb overlooking overlooking an amazing lake. Uh, so the volcanoes in the background, like honestly, like a postcard. You couldn't you couldn't imagine stuff this beautiful. Um, but this is the funny thing for me was you know every every morning uh, when I do my meditations and I create visualizations of the things I want to attract into my life, uh, I visualize staying or living in a beautiful house that overlooks the ocean or water with an amazing balcony, with space, with beautiful nature, beautiful surroundings. I visualize this stuff every morning. I've been doing it for probably the past past year um, with the intention of one day I'm hoping I want to live in a house like that. Uh, and when I arrived in the hostel, well, sorry, the Airbnb, uh, it was honestly very similar to when I when I checked into our room. The view from our room, the balcony, was honestly very similar to what I would visualize every morning. And an immense feeling of gratitude, awe, and just love for life just overwhelmed me as I stood there. I was like, holy shit. I manifested this into my life. This was what I visualized every morning. And even though it wasn't, this wasn't, it was only a temporary stay, and obviously my intention is to try and live in a place like that one day, it was a sign that I am a conscious creator of my reality. I am, everyone is creating your present reality through the thoughts that you have. And you can control life and manifest anything you want and this to me was just another thing just another way that the universe just reminds me that I'm in control so it was quite a profound experience and it was just quite a humbling reminder of what we're actually capable of um, I've been up in my meditations from one hour a day to two hours a day and I'm just noticing such profound shifts uh, as I just surrender to the process and when the quicker you do that the quicker things start to happen um, so if you can do that while traveling uh, surrender to the moment surrender to what arises try not to resist the present moment because when you travel there's plenty of things that can come up where it's not always going to be within your comfort zone. It's going to challenge you. 
And to me, it's the ultimate test when you're traveling, when you're in new environments, when you're in chaotic environments, sometimes dangerous environments. Can you relax, surrender to the process, allow what is, allow a light to emerge, like Janine and Ricardo coming into my life and connecting with them. There is the light of consciousness everywhere in this world and it's shining through in so many places. You just have to open your eyes and be aware enough to see it. So, as a brief summary of my experience in Guatemala, and, you know, if, you, if you're considering travelling to Central America, certainly make sure it's on the list because you will not be disappointed. Uh, and feel free to contact me if you want to get some more information about what to do, places to go, what to see. I'm happy to share some of the places we did. Um, and I will be going back one day. There's lots of things I didn't get to. So it's a beautiful place. Uh, it's my first time in Central America. Um, and Guatemala, yeah, I highly recommend it. So until next time, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.